Welcome to Girls Who Read Porn. Please be advised that this podcast contains mature content for mature audiences. The title might have given that away, though. We would also advise you triple check the trigger warnings of each book prior to the episode. And if it's not for you, we'll see you next week. Each episode includes major spoilers, so make sure you read the book and don't say we didn't warn you. With all that in mind, on with the show. Welcome to another episode of Girls <laughs> Who Read Porn. <laughs> I gotta. I'm here with Jake. I got a story. Who's apparently smashing some jeans? No. God. I got. You want some gear, Jake? I got a new rain jacket, and on the tag it said "waterproof and breathable," and I read it as "waterproof and breathable." <laughs> and I was like, and, and Betty, hi Betty, hi, and welcome, welcome to another episode of Girls Who Read Porn. We're all together. We just did an episode before, so I think we're a little bit loopy right now. Apparently. I was like, about doing epi- this that does that. Yeah, I'd like to start this I episode by letting everybody know that I'm extremely happy. I'm so happy today. <laughs> so happy. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so happy. Keep that in mind for the remainder of the episode. Nice. I'm going to start okay. every episode. Today like we're talking about <laughs> things we never got over by Lucy Score. Yes. Should I read the blurb first? Uh, ratings and then blurb, I think. Okay, ratings. Who's starting? Go. Oh, go. Go nuts. The, you go. The three. Three. Four. Three, and four. I don't know. Middle of the road. <laughs> I don't know. It's a book. It's a book. It's I, neither uh, here nor there. I would, I would like to give it a three star. Yeah. I'm giving it a four. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, it's one of those bread in the porn sandwich books. It's like it's like a required reading, isn't it? Almost. Yeah. Yeah. If you read smart, you have to read this book. Mm. But I actually got real pissed off about it when I went to go download it, and I'll explain after I read Ooh, the book. Okay. Yeah. Um, bearded bad boy Barber Knox prefers to live his life the way he takes his coffee alone. How do you take your coffee alone? <laughs> I mean, does it just mean like without black? Wait a second, I don't understand. Like without anything else? Like, like, a mean, black like without coffee? Somebody explain to me what the fuck I just like, like, like in the coffee is alone. But he doesn't drink black coffee. He doesn't drink black coffee. I don't know what that means. Somebody else wrote this blurb, not the author. That's fucking demented. She needs to have a look at this. Unless you demented. count his what best house. <laughs> Demented. I don't know if it requires the word demented. It's not that big of a situation. I haven't heard that word for like the past 15 years. It's really? No, I've been using it a lot recently. Do you know why? Why? Because the Vanderpump Rules reunion and then it just got stuck in my head. <laughs> because she was like, you are un- you are subhuman, demented. No, a dementor. And like she just like went off at her. And I'm like, hmm, I really like that word dementor. I don't think the word's demented because that's a made-up word. Yeah, that's, the, that's the thing fiction. from you. No, I know, but I've been... I know, I have been using the word demental. Oh, okay. I'm like, you're a demental to Josh. That's what you are, um, baby. It's like the happiness out of everything. <laughs> Unless you count his bus at Hound Waylon, Knox doesn't tolerate drama, even when it comes from a stranded runaway bride. Naomi wasn't just running away from her wedding. She was riding to the rescue of her estranged twin to knock him out, Virginia, a rough around the edges town where disputes are settled the old fashioned way with fists and beer, usually in that order. Too bad for Naomi. Her evil twin hasn't changed at all. 
After helping herself to Naomi's car and cash, Tina leaves her with something unexpected. The niece Naomi didn't know she had. Now she's stuck in a town with no car, no job, no plan, and no home with an 11-year-old going on 30 to take care of. There's a reason Knox doesn't do complicated or high-maintenance women, especially not the romantic ones. But since Naomi's life imploded right in front of him, at least the least he can do is help her out of her jam. And just as soon as she stops getting into new trouble, he can leave her alone and get back to his peaceful, solitary life. At least that's the plan until trouble turns into real danger. Very good. Thank you. I pride myself on reading blurbs. When I first read this book, it was free on Kindle Unlimited. Mm-hmm. It's not anymore. Not anymore. It's not anymore. No. And that shits me to tears when authors get deals. Mm, yeah. I guess because it got so popular. It's very popular. I know, but there are so many people who can't afford to do anything but Kindle yeah. Unlimited. And it takes it away from them. When you are an OG Kindle Unlimited author, like, for example, the Swan Star, who keeps it on Kindle Unlimited, yeah. when you take it off, you're an asshole. How much? How I feel very deeply about that. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I understand it. that. Yeah. It was a $13 fucking book. Yeah. That's expensive. I don't think, I don't think ebooks should be any more than like $5. Nothing more than $5. Yeah. $13 for a book. I almost cancelled it when I saw the price. Because I was this... like, I've got the money. It's just the principle. Yeah. yeah. And I, I understand paying more for physical copies of books because there's like labor behind it, right? Like, especially yeah. like, a, like indie authors or people, like indie like publishing companies, you know, you want to like support them. But Amazon and an ebook. Yeah. exactly how many pages was this book it was pretty long it was long she literally could have i don't know how many pages it was book details here we go it's like six and oh, no, six, six nearly 600 700 pages yeah nearly 600 pages right the, the only reason why i asked that is because they get paid per page yeah so the reason why she's made it 13 dollars will be the so that it equates to what yeah it's paid per page um yeah i don't know like and especially i get a little bit maybe more heated than these kind of books because you're not going to read them again. It's a one and done kind of book. Yeah. Exactly. I've read it before, but I only, I'm reading it again because we're on the podcast. I'm not going to read it again after this. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I enjoy the book. It's a good mid range. Like you need a beach read or you don't want to think too hard and you want to read a book. Fantastic. Read it. It's sandwich of, it's the bread of the porn sandwich. Yeah. yeah, it's not. But, but it's not like a. It's not value at thirteen dollars yeah. for me. I think that and that's it's... fucking crazy. I thought it was crazy when I the, saw that the... because I've read the book before. Yeah, as a Kindle Unlimited book. The, I feel like it's not like particularly with romance because Kindle Unlimited and romance books sort of go hand in hand. Like it's how most like so many romance authors sort of get their books out there. And if you look on Kindle Unlimited, like the categories outside of romance, it's really a lot of just like crime and thriller, which is I guess sort of like that's a category it. that's kind of been lumped in as the same sort of like worth is romance like romance crime and filler like people kind of think of them and like they're both sort of easy like just sort of like cheese rails yeah, yeah yeah so yeah yeah so i don't know just like you know it's it's just it's not a community where people do buy books full price or buy them in person most people read on kindle unlimited yeah mm-hmm. and i think it's such a fucking bullshit thing to do to um to so many readers who are her original readers. Like we read last year by Thread or whatever, and that was all Kindle Unlimited. But it's just like they're not, yeah, they're not like, they're not like just, 
I, this sounds awful, but like they're not books you put on your shelves. Mm. Like for one reason or another, like you know, you you read it, you you done, you move on. It's not the Odyssey. No, it's not a classic. It's not something you're wanting to keep for a long time. I just like that's why I like Kindle Unlimited because there are a lot of books that I want to read. I don't particularly want to keep and or read again. So yeah, it's I'll like an accessibility it. issue, isn't it? You know, that's, yeah. a lot of people don't have the funds to buy it yet. Like you're right, to have anything other than Kindle Unlimited. Like I, I don't, I, I know so many people like that. Yeah. I know so many people like that who they are so budgeted that they can only afford that whatever the Kindle I mean, Unlimited is every that's month. That's what I do because I'm like, I, I have Kindle Unlimited and then I buy, I only buy books new, like in a hard copy, if it's like a book that I or have already read and I love, or it's, you know, something I've been really looking forward to. Apart from that, I buy all my books secondhand because books are really expensive and they have no value. Yeah. We were talking about this. The HD Carlton book is $7 in the US hard copy. Yeah. Why is this $13 on a fucking electronic device? Yeah. Yeah. I'm whatever. I don't care about it's the principle. Because you don't even get like the the value of displaying it. Like at least when you buy a physical copy of a book, it goes on your shelf. You have it in value. You can display it if that's a book you choose to display. But as a physical thing, as a non physical thing, as an an electronic book, it just sits hidden in your Kindle. Like there's nothing to it. I honest to God almost cancelled the book for this week. I was so angry when I saw that. I was like, this is wrong. This is immoral. In my mind, it's immoral. I don't know. I think it's anything over $5, you're right, isn't worth it. Even $5 is pushing it for me. That's pushing it. Like, there have been times where we've bought books and I've just thought, oh, really? Like, Like, why? Like, why are you... Yeah. But I've never bought a $13 book before on Kindle. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot, eh? $13 is insane. It's, That's a yeah. lot of money. That's a meal. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, like, That's, an That's actual more than a meal, meal for most people as well. That's that's fucked up. Lucy Score needs to check herself because that's just fucked up. Oh. So it was, but Yeah. What do we like about the book? Honestly, it kind of turned me off it. Like, I really yeah. like the book, don't get me wrong. But it did turn me off it. I was like, this is fucking wrong. Because you go in thinking, like, you like it's, like you go in thinking, like, fuck, I just spent, like, 13 fucking dollars on this book. It like, you, like, you, you it, like, it. puts you in, like, a headspace. Puts you in a bad headspace. Because the first time I read it, I was like, great, five stars, mm-hmm. stoked about it. It's Kindle Unlimited. It's a free book. In my, like, it's like girl money. Have you seen those recent yeah. TikToks yeah. where man. it's like girl money? Kindle Unlimited is girl money. Yeah. Like it's free. Yeah. Basically. I don't it's see it. It's essentially free because you don't see it and you're just buy- downloading books for free and shit. Um, girl math. Yeah. Um, but the moment I paid for it, I'm like, you've already lost a star from me because mm. you've put me in a shit mood. I think, mm-hmm. I definitely think like it's a hard, it's a fine line, right? Because you want authors to be paid what for their time and their effort. And you want them to be able to have the ability to write full time. So like you want like their job to exist. But you also have to remember that like a lot of people that read, like they read because it's cheap and easy as well. If you're getting paid five cents a page by Kindle Unlimited, you can keep it on Kindle Unlimited. Well, you know what I mean? Especially like, when I you've got a long ass fucking and, book and like that. And people have read it. You know what I mean? Like it's like I think by upping the price to that much, take you off Kindle Unlimited, all you're gonna do is lose money. You're gonna have less people reading it, so you've made it more expensive but less accessible. 
which is like kind of odd like literally i I was considering not reading it yeah and the thing is if it was free i was thinking about it if it was free it was still on Kindle unlimited i would have read the other two yeah i would have just kept going Mm. because like you know i enjoyed it enough to finish it but now i'm never gonna read the other two books no i'm not gonna spend 40 dollars in one week on fucking books like i I think yeah it's it is weird it's a bit odd. I felt real, yeah. I it put a bad taste in my mouth yeah. when I started. Reading I really it. expected I've it to be. I've never spent thirteen dollars on a book. I really expected it to be on Kindle Unlimited too, because it just seems like a Kindle Unlimited mm-hmm. book. Like, like it is a Kindle. So Unlimited many really book. popular authors put their books on Kindle Unlimited. You know, like it's T.L. Yeah. Swan, who sells a lot more than she does, is still on Kindle Unlimited, and she refuses to do it otherwise. Yeah. Like almost all of the books that we read are on Kindle. Jade Unlimited. West. Yeah. 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 Emily Raff's Just... books are on Kindle Unlimited and they're fucking insanely popular. Yeah. The only one that I remember that isn't is Icebreaker. Yeah. But that was not thirteen dollars. No. That was like and that, seven. And that one was never on something. Kindle Unlimited. They released It was it, never on yeah. Kindle Unlimited. And it was also like a billion pages. Yeah. And it was like six or seven dollars. And she was a brand new author, so yeah, like she'd been picked up. She wasn't independently publishing. Yeah. So like, yeah. Bad taste. Yeah. Not a good move, Lucy. Score soz, but I just don't give a fuck anymore. I'm going to say it how it is. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I think and we this should. Is how it is. Like, shitty move. I definitely think we should because, like, we need to, like, I think as the as this community gets like more popular, these books are really coming into like their popular their peak their popularity at the moment like, like they're in bookstores now yeah, yeah yeah that's what i mean before they went in bookstore a year ago when two years ago when we started this podcast none of those books were in pop in bookstores yeah. no that's what i mean like they're really coming into their like peak of popularity like as someone who reads these books like i don't want to be taken advantage of mm. it feels that way it feels that way and it put a bad taste in my mouth the first time i read it i was like great book and i feel like that whole experience of getting it for free through girl money on kindle unlimited is what makes it fantastic because when you read by a thread it's on kindle unlimited you're like great what a fantastic rom-com it's part of like you know that thing but i've just dropped 13 bucks for a book which is a kindle unlimited book yeah <clears throat> i get yeah. your frustration Shutting it's very tears. very valid frustration yeah. i'm sure other yeah, people very feel very annoyed i was very annoyed and honestly, with the price that it was, and I know that I keep going back to it, but with the price that it was, like, I would have spent money like that on um, the girl with the dragon tattoo. Yeah. I wouldn't spend money like that on a fucking rom-com. Yeah, because like, it, it is a beat treat, really, isn't it? It's a hot, it's a vacation mm-hmm. read, essentially. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have enough, like, substance. No, it's for me to keep. But but can you tell me honestly if you read it as a Kindle Unlimited book, do you think you maybe would have given it a better rating? Um, maybe I don't know. Like I think I I think so. I think it's a subconscious yeah, thing I because agree. I immediately. I yeah, I do. I do definitely hold a higher value to books that I've spent more money on. Yeah, I guess because also like especially if it's not were, worth thirteen fucking dollars. If you're, like especially, I think for like for people like me and Biddy, we're like we like buying like hard copy books, but we also love our Kindles. So you kind of get used to having like more, I guess, sort of like you like intellectualize the books that you have in hard copy more because you've spent more money on them. So you like kind of want to be challenged. 
This wasn't challenging. Mm. I only have like 15 books and they are all expensive as fuck because they're all books which I looked at and I thought I have to have this yeah. because it's amazing in this and this way. Yeah. I do not spend money on books. You guys know that. I, I, th- I definitely think it is frustrating when you're the kind of person that only buys books if you know you're going to like it. Like yeah. I have a couple of like spots novels like things that fit into that category like I have like the Ravenhood series and like a couple of Katie Robert books and I bought an after obviously Olivanna Todd's but I bought those because I know I like I, I love the books and I also read them online before I read them before I got them physically if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah 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 no I can understand because the thing is that you will read after several times have done already I'm never going to read things. The Literally the only reason why I've read it two times, I could have gone with just reading it the once is because I brought it onto the podcast. Yeah. I never would have read it again. Yeah. Yeah, I probably won't think about this book ever again either. No. Never. Why would you? I, I just think it's a fun, like, in-between yeah. book. Sometimes you've got to have in-between books on the podcast. I enjoy it. I think it's an easy read, and it's something that's very popular, and people have asked us to do it. I am. Um, so, fantastic. We're here. We're doing yeah. it. Thank you for bringing it up to us. I'm more than happy to do it, but I just don't see the value. And $13 is honestly, like, I could see spending $13 on Fifty Shades. I know that Fifty Shades is a shit book, but it's a popular book. Yeah. It's on another scale. I can see spending $13 on After. There are movies made after it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think I'd spend $13 on After, honestly. No, I would because (laughs) it's it's on another scale. Like it's on another like level. Whereas this is not. Yeah. No. Sorry, we've been going on about this for 20 minutes. We've got to move on. I well, one thing I'll, I think, I'll lose my fucking mind. I think one of the things I did like about the book was the the fact that it was an easy read and it didn't try to not be an easy read, which yeah. I think was actually really essential because in this book you have a really big cast, you've got a lot of characters, and that kind of reminded me of Icebreaker because I guess that was the last one that we did that had such a big cast of characters, mm-hmm. but it didn't like fill in so much like just like just mind-numbing effort just trying to remember all of them and their backstory. I didn't feel like I was lost yeah yeah exactly so it's like it was it, uh, the simplicity was its best part I don't think it was as good as by a thread it's not as no, good as by a thread and I don't know why it is on it's unique like I that's what I would give it like it's, it's very unique. different to anything we've read like I will I, the story is unique I've never read anything like it in, but I have, I have, and I haven't. Right? I've read yeah. the the like lost woman gets saved by a grumpy man plot quite often, but like I guess the the family drama and the crime element is, yeah. is unique to this particular story. So yeah. I, I understand and its popularity. Yeah. I do think her writing is quite unique as well. Like she's quite good at keeping it like fast paced, and I don't know. Yeah, like it's yeah. It, it, her writing is quite similar to other rom com writers, but maybe with just like a little bit, like it's just a little bit easier to follow. Even though she has these really like OCD characters, like Taipei characters, and the cover is so different from what the book actually is. <laughs> yeah, like, like when you look at the no, cover, I know why they, I know why they did it because you know the days. Yes, yeah. Yeah, but it's just it, it reminds me of like a majority of Colleen Hoover's books where you look you look at the you cover. look at the book and you think it's going to be really sad. Like I thought the book was going to be sad because it looks like that sort of like melancholy like and it's called Things yeah. We Never Got Over. So I was going to be like, oh my god, is it going to be like sad? 
but it's no. it's not. Like, but that was but like my initial. Is, that was my initial thing. Yeah, I know, I but like, low. why would I ever bring a sidewalk <laughs> onto the podcast? You'll surprise us one day. Like, one day I'll come in and I'll be like, okay, every single dog in this dies. Yeah. Vote. Yeah. Great. No. <laughs> um. No, I agree. Like, it's she's so good at writing rom coms. They're so easy to read. Like, just fantastic at keeping it chill, keeping it easy and keeping you like invested in the storyline as well. Yeah. Because there are so many times where I read a rom-com and I'm like, what the fuck am I actually reading? I, I do have a question mm. though about one of the running jokes. I don't understand the pun behind the niece's name. Waylay. Waylay, because her mother put her on layaway. <laughs> she never thought she was uh, going to keep her. Yeah. Uh, I, I did not get that didn't how because i didn't even know that word was a thing Do you know why you didn't get it and i actually thought about it because that was explained before in the original version that i read ah Ah. and then they cut it they cut Uh, it yeah i just i didn't even know that word existed honestly lay away yeah lay away didn't didn't know it was a yeah so it used to be like before afterpay they used to do this thing called layaway where if you like for Christmas, for example, you wanted to buy Christmas presents in Kmart or something, you would put like $10 down every week. And then once you paid for it, you would get We it. call that higher purchase here. Yeah. that's okay, right. So it's called job. layaway here. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why they called her waylay because she was just, they would, she was just waiting to kind of mm. sell her off, get rid of her kind of thing. God. Yeah. But that was explained in the first version of the book that I read. Yeah, so they even edited it too. I actually thought that. And I also thought the editing in this book was absolutely shithouse. <laughs> was that your least favorite part, Ola? Yes, was the fact that the first one that I read had better editing and then they fixed it up somehow and they fucked it up. There were certain parts which just were like... You know what's really funny? Correctly is you spent $13 just... on a worse version of the book. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Do you know how angry? Oh, honestly, Betty, I was not. No good. Because I'm pretty sure in the original book they change her name from Waylay to something else oh. that she chooses. Well, that would have been like, nice. I think, yeah, yeah. Considering like, I think the pun behind the name, the a bit or something. I don't know. Maybe they didn't change it, and I'm making that up. But I know that that's why she was called Waylay. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. My least favorite part is something that is not specific only to this book and i was talking to g about it why is it in these contemporary new adult rom-com books the the perspective is like and it really frustrates me because we're all about diversity until it comes to like this right why is it if you if you're a woman with piercings tattoos and wear leather you're only seen as fuckable in a casual sense but if you're innocent and you wear like and you wear like flowy dresses and you're sweet and and you're Taipei like your marriage material and it's always yeah like why can't they make a rom-com about a chick with a fucking piercing yeah it's like like, they are out there that'll turn the man around yeah, they are out there, but there's this immediate. They're assumption. really not, though. You think that they are, but they're not because I've read a they're lot of rom-coms. They're all in like dark romance. All, all of those, all of like the yeah, oh, Tessa, Tessa Bailey. I uh, know. I'll give credit. Tessa Bailey, killer romance. She was covered in tattoos. Oh, killer that's vacation. Killer vacation. Sorry, yeah, she was. No, she. That's not a rom-com. To killer me, vacation. Though. She wasn't covered in tattoos. She was. A, she was a kindergarten teacher. Yeah, that was the I exact same thing. She was. was. No, she was all like bouncy no. and cute. Okay. Anyway, so it's actually really it's it's actually really frustrating me because it is so because I fit into the category of like piercings, tattoos, wears leather, right? 
and I like actually it's actually kind of demeaning and frustrating to be seen as like like a hot-headed casual fuck not wife material like can't settle down like pump and dump kind of woman just because of the way that I choose to appear to the world yeah I literally got the tattoo done walked out and I'm like Josh buy me a gun get me a Harley I'm fucking ready <laughs> and the tattoo is like the size of my fucking nail yeah and it's I'm and- like fuck guys watch out I'm becoming a criminal so like I, I was being like, so facetious I would like for Roman's book to catch up with the rest of the world honestly yeah absolutely it's that because it's sometimes if you are covered in tattoos and you have piercings you are a massive romantic this, okay this is this also leads into an issue that i've been thinking about a lot i feel like mm. romance books and uh just i guess popular ones in particular or maybe rom-coms they focus more on the trope than the character so you go in thinking like oh like you know like when you're looking on kindle and you see the title of a book and it's like keyworded with like everything you could ever think of yeah boyfriend's best friend stepbrother fucking sports romance right like, like it's a porn category and so i just feel like in like feeding into these tropes so much you actually you take away from the from the categorization <laughs> Of like, yeah, like, well, like the characterization. Are, this is literally us choosing porn categories. You understand that? Yeah, right? I know. But like, the yeah. thing is, like, it happened in this book as well. Like, I hated the main heroine because the only thing that was told about her was that she was Taipei and she had to have lists and like all this other stuff. Like, there is more to her than her wanting to be organized. Yeah, that is not the only thing. Like, just, she it could it have a conversation. It takes kind of a conversation with someone without running through a mental list in her head being like, well, I've got to figure this out and I've got to do this and I've got to do that and I've got to ask these questions and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, is that her only personality trait? Is that she's innocent and that she's ditzy and, she and that she's Taipei? Like, that's it. I don't know if I would call it ditzy. Yeah, but she, no, because she was naive and she didn't see the bed in her sister and like, oh, God forbid, like she was. But I don't know if that's ditzy or naive because I feel the same way. I would do the same thing with one of my No, but she was portrayed as like naive. Like that's her portrayal in the book was that she was so naive because how couldn't she like see that her sister was an awful person? Why would she ever trust her sister? And she, because she doesn't realize it until men tell her that. Like that's when she comes to the realization. No, no, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Um, so like we're t- like it's it's so annoying because it's written by women, right? And then but then women typecast women again. Like you can't apparently you can't be both. You can't be like intellectual and like complicated. And this is not just about this book, by the way. No, this, this is, is like every book. Like, it, like, nothing gets Lucy score about this. No, it's just happening in more books that I read, and it's getting more frustrating because you can't you can't be both intellectual and interesting and have a duality and an internal monologue. And then also look a certain way at the same time. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's all great to like include diversity of characters and diversity of body types and appearances. But then you, you include these body types and appearances and then you stereotype those body types and appearances. It's the same yeah. way like when you include plus size heroines, but they're only obsessed about their weight. I yeah. fucking hate that. That's what that. I mean. Like, it's like, it was. No, I know what you're saying. I understand everything that you're saying, but that specifically fucking gets my gears going. And I've said it several times on the podcast. I am a plus size person and I actually really fucking like myself. And you are demeaning people by saying something like that for people who actually genuinely like who they are. Well, that's my you problem. It's like, them. what's the yeah, point yeah. in including diversity of characters if you're going to stereotype your diverse characters? It's, it's Just don't diverse. do it. It's part it's of less, it. yeah. It's like less. It's, it's like incredibly frustrating. Yeah. 
I think one of the books that we've read where it wasn't an issue was Jackie Walker's, the one with the neurodivergent. Yeah, but yeah. that's because she had lived experience, and that's a difference. Is she she has a lived experience of yeah. someone who is neither neurodivergent within her life, and that's the important thing. Is like if you're going to do something like this, or plus size, or, like, as yeah, well. or plus size. Yeah. Like if you're going to do something like this talk to somebody like that like have a conversation this is why sensitivity readers exist so this is what we were talking about when we actually read um that stupid fucking army mafia military (laughs) whatever it was um was how dangerous the bdsm was in that because she literally did no research she didn't speak to anyone she just made assumptions and went with it yeah yeah and that makes us angry yeah PSA for anybody out there that's never met anybody in their life that dresses slightly alternative none of us are chaotic or do crimes I sit on the couch most evenings playing video you are so chaotic I I live so like I go I I work eight hours a day I have a degree I read books and I play video games and that is the extent of who I am it's true I'm way more chaotic than you, and I feel, and I genuinely fit the rom com, like, persona. Stereotype. (laughs) Yeah, I literally fit the rom com persona, and I'm so much more chaotic than you. Yeah. So, can we stop? Like, like, I'm putting this out there now. Like, I don't know, talk to people. Like, if you know authors, just let them know. Like, can we stop? Like, just can we stop with this trope that to be a, a good partner in a relationship you have to look a certain way yeah yeah well just just Um, over care like just just stop leaning on like tropes and like one element of a person's character just make them like a real person you know yeah oh like plus size women aren't only plus size they don't only think about being plus size like type a women aren't aren't only type a they don't only think about their fucking list i don't only think about being plus size i also think about all the donuts i'm gonna eat (laughs) That's the other thing that pisses me off. They always assume that plus size chicks are just plus size Dude, of food. At least oh, they have an unrelation- unhealthy relationship Dude. with food. Ship with food. Like, yeah. fuck yeah. off. Like, I eat. Just now, I had like cottage cheese on rye bread and eggs yeah it's just it's just not a like how is that unhealthy i feel like i feel like my body type now is only represented with the mean girl the bad the bad character the bad girl like the the one that is like the bitch or that the main that then the main heroine yeah. has to like humiliate in order to get the man i'm the character that can't keep the man what was she called in zodiac um uh, the one that's obsessed with dante yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't her. her you are oh, like you're her yeah yeah, I am. Which is not yeah. true because you support women more than anybody I know. Yeah. Yeah, you do. I've My character type is lazy, has really bad relationship with food, and has never run in her life. Yeah, and Betty's is like only tough. That's all that you need to know about it. Yeah, that's it. I can't yeah. hold a relationship and I, I drink too much and I commit crimes. Yeah. 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 So there you go. You never you been vulnerable in, you in your life. No, don't have a man. Well, <laughs> I think you people need a man or- to be vulnerable. I think people already think that about me. <laughs> not true. But yeah, I don't know. It's not true at all. Actually, that's one thing I'll say. That is so untrue. That's like beyond. 
the untruth of the untruths. Yeah. No, like, not none of us fit these like bizarre stereotypes. Because and I think not any no. person fits one stereotype. And it's I think the, the most- Exactly. This morning I messaged you guys who were like, do you want to record? And I'm like, sorry, I got to go out and exercise. That's yeah. what I mean, because we're all complicated yeah. people with internal problems and just like, and complete duality of like how our appearance versus like our insides and it's just it's so frustrating because this is written by women these books are written by women the people that are meant to represent us the people that are meant to well, understand us more by women, but you know but what yeah. i mean like the books we read are written yeah. by women they're meant to understand that we're for our entire lives as women we are placed in boxes by men and they're meant to break those boxes those stereotypes and say that this isn't how women are like we're complicated and we, we're different and we're widely diverse in whatever way possible we want to be. But like, th- like if if women can't even do that, then I'm like, I'm losing hope. Like, yeah. I remember once I read a book and it made me so angry, and it was about this plus size chick who hated her body so much that she ended up taking these tablets and almost killing herself on them. Cause she was like under eating so badly and did the man he... save her yeah he did yeah, because she he? can't yeah because you because need she to, can't you need men through... to show you the way to show you they the can't way she can't go through an income like internal conflict with her body and then come out herself resolving the, the issue. fact that it was just being slightly overweight was so poorly looked at that this author went to the extreme of she was destroying herself and had a heart attack that was essentially what happened because of the tablets she was taking um just like was so offensive mm. oh 100 percent. but it's normalized so offensive but it's so i know and it's wild and the other thing that's normalized sorry i'm gonna bring this up as well is like when you call somebody oh my when you say to somebody oh my god you're so skinny that's also wrong like, you wouldn't go up to somebody and say, oh, my God, you're so fat yeah. in the street. Why the fuck do you think it's okay to go up to somebody and say, oh, my God, you're so skinny? As a, like, as a romantic at heart, which is why I read these books, the last thing I want to be thinking about when I read these books is any of the daily conflict I go through every single day as a woman. Yeah. Because it's yeah. it's fiction. It's fiction. There shouldn't be stereotypes in fiction. Like, and you're perpetuating these stereotypes because, like, how many people have read this book? Like, hundreds of thousands of people have read this book. Hundreds of thousands. Right? Hundreds of thousands. And what? So, like, but it's not just this book. Like, I just want to make that clear when we I know, it's just an example, but, like, like yeah. it's a popular book. And there's lots of books out there where hundreds of thousands of women are reading these books. Right? And then it becomes an unconscious bias within themselves. So they might be like, well, I want to look like this or I want to perform like this, but I don't want to fulfill the stereotype. Like what like I don't... there is one author i do know of who doesn't do this and i feel like i keep going back to her but it is the swan star because i can't even remember what majority of her people look like i think um jade west was actually quite fucking good at it yeah yeah i read a lot of one. her books but when we for a rom-com her. yeah for a, what i yeah, mean is tl swan yeah. she doesn't do it it's not even something that's considered in it it's not even like a yeah. focal point this is this is i think this is only contemporary and new adult and rom-com because dark romance doesn't well she is rom-com yeah that's what i mean that's what i mean because dark, mm. i like that I, I guess this critique isn't directed towards dark romance because dark romance uh breaks a lot of those stereotypes so the intent the creation of dark romance was created with the intention of um not having that ideal 
like conservative heroine. I'm yeah. true. I mean, it I'm has sure. the stereotypes in it, but a majority of the books you read within those categories break that conservative. Like, like it focuses on, on, a, on a non-conservative relationship. There are some yeah. that I recently read, which was quite um, really popular series. And I thought that it was, uh, and I thought the same way, like the stereotypes were really heavy in it. I guess like, I guess maybe we don't, I don't think we read a lot of personally, like outside the podcast, uh, when I go to dark romance, I don't think the majority of the dark romance I read, it's very popular okay yeah as much as i get heated and i critique these authors for perpetuating these stereotypes i understand where it comes from yeah yeah it's it's not it's not individual blame is it no it's not it's it's a it's a a wider problem yeah yeah Mm. and like i get where they authors also have to like have to sell books you know like there's yeah hey guys why don't we talk about our favorite sex scenes because yeah. we're going to end up going on about this for <laughs> 20 minutes. Favourite yeah. sex scenes. I don't even know if I had a favourite one. Because they I were like, like they were all kind of similar. They were all yeah, they, similar. it was just like a rom-com sex yeah. scene. Mm. Yeah, probably just like the first. Like maybe like the first time like yeah. they kissed. Like that was nice. I liked that. Always love a good yeah. break yeah. in tension. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. so um, <laughs> um I started following some stuff on Instagram and Facebook which is fucking hilarious um on Instagram I don't know how the hell this happened but I was in I don't know like Nazare or something and this came up and it's called Idaho inmate pen pal nice and I it came up on my TikTok my... okay but do you listen to them no, I just moved straight past them because they made me cringe. But it's like on my TikTok, there's all these videos of these like, like dating being profiles like... for inmates. Yeah, it's kind of like yes. that. Yeah. But I have to say, it tells you what their offenses are on the <laughs> on the um, <laughs> That's so dude. on the caption. So like some of them are literally like you know, hardcore murder and shit. And then you listen to them talking and they're like, hey, baby girl, just like, you know, want a friend, just looking for somebody to give me a hand when, you know, I'm lonely. And like, here we go. Offenses. I'm not going to say his name. That's me. Weapon, unlawful possession by convicted felon, burglary, burglary, grand theft, auto by any common law, larceny, embezzlement, extortion, or receiving stolen goods. Oh, that's not that bad. There was no... Like grievous bodily harm or violence enacted upon a person. I know, but the fucking some of these things are crazy. And then when you hear them talking, everyone has to go and have a look. Um, when you hear them talking, they're like, "Hey, baby girl, just looking for somebody to talk with me on the weekends when you're a bit bored." And I'm just—it's like, a huge what? thing. Like for a really long time, my TikTok was inundated with like vlogs from. Um, people who are in relationships with prisoners but like not Mm -hmm. like they'd they were like prison wives basically but like that's what they called themselves but not like they were dating somebody and then they went to prison like they met their partner while the person was in prison yeah Yeah. and then like established these like very serious relationships ended up being like engaged or married like through the prison system 
and then like all these logs about like preparing for like my hubby to come home like these person like they've never met in person like and they're about to go and pick up this like strange man from prison and then bring them home and live life as a happily married couple pretty mad eh there's another page which I joined on Facebook and I think it is the most incredible thing because it's available in every city so if you're not on it join it it's called sis is this your man question mark and then you add the city name after that so I'm on this is this your man Sydney and the fucking tea is insane yesterday I saw one you wouldn't, I was on the phone to my best friend about this. I had to call her. I was like, this isn't even fucking real. Claude, listen to this shit. I was like, they put his Tinder profile up and one chick was like, oh my God, that is my baby daddy. And another chick was like, what do you mean? That's my baby daddy. <coughs> Three chicks that found out that they had a baby with this guy and he wasn't paying child support to any of them. And they were all chasing him. It was like a whole thing. And they were like having a meltdown on the comments section fantastic you can waste a lot of time on the internet yeah like i would spend hours looking at that page oh yeah in general yeah no i only have a look at the ones which like come up with a lot of comments Mm. because i know that something's going on like the rest of them i don't really care but there are so many where people come in and they're like yes that's my best friend he's such a decent guy but if you're looking for something long term maybe not the guy for you like it's genuinely such a good situation but there's you're not allowed to snitch. You're not allowed to tell guys about it. Yeah. And a lot of them do. And now chicks are getting sued. So you got to be oh, careful. Oh, shit. Sorry, sued. Yes. Sued for defamation. Oh, for yeah. posting. But is it defamation if it's like... true? No, but men are stupid. How many times do we have to say I was going to say, like, you can't, like, for example, like the baby <laughs> daddy situation, like you either are or you are not somebody's baby daddy like that's not <laughs> yeah like and like you either are or are not paying child support yeah like none <laughs> of that is defamation it's just fact yeah honestly some of it is amazing oh so here they've posted one guy said about wrote up all this shit um and they were like you know don't deal with this guy unless you just want to smash and there are like seven different chicks who have been on dates with this guy as being like, are you like, I went out on a date with this guy and he's such a dick. He's this, he's that. I love that. This is what you can expect. I think it's so good because the amount of times that people have gone out on dates, like they're literally, what if a person is unsafe? Mm, yeah. I mean, it's great. It's a good idea. I think it's such a I good just thing. don't believe we have getting angry. <laughs> no, there, there absolutely would I'm be. Have There's look. one for every single town. What is it called? Um, is, is this your man? Yes, this is this your man. Maybe you can look up New Zealand because New Zealand's quite small, but or South Island. But um, I think it's so good because the guys who are losing their shit getting angry are the ones who are getting caught out for bad behavior. Yeah, like they're the ones who are really doing shitty things. So if you're on the dating market looking for somebody, join your. There is a child with a banana outside my window. Join your <laughs> local sis. Is this your man? Sorry, it just freaked me out. Like, but I didn't see the child. All I saw was a banana go up in the air because the child is so small. And I'm like, why is there a banana floating? <laughs> if you are starting to date, sorry, I keep coughing. I apologize. If you are starting to date, go on to sis. Is this your man? Or if you are in the dating field, go on to it. Type in your city afterwards or your state or whatever and 
you can find your true love that There way. is no one for Dunedin, but there is one for the wider of New Zealand area. There you go. Follow it. <laughs> like a thousand Ks away. Yeah. Dude, so, you'd probably still find people you knew. Dunedin. Oh, fuck school. it. That's what I want to know. Like, I want to know yeah. if anybody that I know is on this. Yeah. They might be. They very well might be. I've seen some guys who I know on there and... I would not recommend them to women. <laughs> Did you tell them that? Absolutely. No. Because I know stuff that they've done to previous people. And it's our responsibility. Nobody is protecting women. It's our responsibility as women to protect each other. Yeah. So that's yeah. why this shit is there. Yeah. 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 And whoever came up with this idea deserves a fucking Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> but it's also giving men a chance. That's the thing. It's not just shitting on men. It's also giving men a chance. Yeah. It's like, well, if you didn't want, like, negative reviews, then you shouldn't, like, be a negative a person. A negative person. Yeah. Dude, it's yeah. like Yelp for men. It is. It's amazing. How cool is that? Yeah. We should, we, I, dips, dips our app idea. <laughs> Yelp I would have banged if you had an application that was just, like, Tinder reviews. That would be actually so you could do it. You could do like a dating app, but let people leave reviews. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like went yeah. on a date with this guy, like fucking sucks. Like, you know, like common. Yeah. kind of boring. Sometimes <laughs> I think that sometimes if you do something like that, and I mean this in the kindest way possible, some people are just so fucking Yeah, you know, it would turn to shit. About would, how yeah. shit goes yeah. down. Like, I know that if I went on a date with a guy and he was a piece of shit, I would be like, you're an asshole, fuck off. And he would be like, fat bitch alert on yeah. my review. You know what yeah. I mean? And so oh, I'm, I'm, I don't a chronic, I'm a chronic blocker, so. You're so fucking <laughs> off. I was like, I had a dream about it like three weeks ago about you blocking me. <laughs> and it freaked me out. I was like, at some point in our friendship, she's going to block me. And I woke up. You know how you wake up and like Did you, you dream that your boyfriend's socials? cheated on you? Did you check my socials to make sure I had No, I didn't because okay. I knew that you didn't block me. Um, it was a tr- – but, like, you know when you wake up and you're like, my boyfriend cheated on me in a dream and it fucks your day? That's what happened to me. I was just, like, so <laughs> stressed. Like, blocked me. Yeah. Please don't hold that much value to my, to my opinion. Of you. You no, stop it. You're one of my – you're one of the loves of my life. A lot of pressure. Yeah. Biddy's a very decisive me. But yeah. just know that if you do block me, I will fucking hunt you down. Well, I will, yeah. If, I you, if block she blocks you. you, then that's it. She won't ever unblock you. Yeah, but if I, no, I she won't, will. <laughs> I won't block she you will. because George won't block you. So, yeah. so you just yeah. annoy me through George. Yeah, I'd find you. Yeah, I'd like tr- I'd fly <laughs> over and I'd fucking unblock myself. Trigger down. Yeah, buy like a hunting dog. <laughs> sniff her out. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you don't, don't fucking even try me, mate. I wasn't planning on it, but the more you I say know. this, the more I want to. It's like you're, I know. it's like you're like goading me into blocking you. <laughs> Please don't. But yeah, I, I feel like my. probably have a mental breakdown. My Tinder reviews would just be like someone being like, why did you block me? Question <laughs> 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 uh, Okay. What are we doing next week? Uh, we don't actually know I yet. actually have no idea. You know, I'm sorting it at the moment. It's up in the air, but I'll let you know. Well, you guys will find out when you're listening to the episode. So. <laughs> yeah. When you read when you read the little title. 
Catch a fam. Yeah, see Bye. you. See you when you see you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Girls Who Read Porn. Follow us at Girls Who Read Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And for all business inquiries, please send us an email on girlswhoreadporn at gmail.com. Art created by Jessica Wanny and music made by Dane Forgy Stevens. See you next week and stay smutty, team. Thank you.